You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for eScouted. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest scouted news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for eScouted. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. We have no model beats, but we have all the show we need with my hot co-hosts live in the L.A. studio. And most importantly, thanks to Twitter and Kendra Cabasel, we have Scott Lips, founder and CEO and star on Scouted, joining us shortly for a live interview. So excited. Ladies, I want to see some energy in that studio. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you don't see it right now? You don't see this just buzzing off the walls? Yeah, excitement. We're missing our I beats. see the buzz. Our model I see beats. the buzz. Let me introduce these gorgeous ladies who I as well am watching on Ustream as I am your host, Jackie Moran, calling in from the East Coast. We have Kristen Carney, writer, comedian, host, uh, what is it, Sweat the Small Stuff with Kristen.com. You got it. Correct? You got it. And uh, we are so excited to have you back. And Kendra Cabasel, Kendra'sCabasel.com. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. And we are so happy, Kendra, that you are Twitter happy and that you yeah. <laughs> connected with Scott Lips because that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Love your Twittering skills. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, partly his doing. He, he's great. He's down to earth. And I'm happy that he'll be joining us. Yeah, he seems like a really hardworking, smart you know, industry vet, and we'll definitely get all of the info we can out of him. So aspiring models, e-scouted fans, listen up. And let me not forget to introduce Miss Brittany Brower. Yeah, don't don't forget me. Little old me, no. (laughs) I'm sure that doesn't happen. Just go to little old you, little old six foot you, right? Oh, little old tiny, little itty bitty me, but just a little tiny personality as well. Yes, <laughs> happy you know, to be just here. for everybody's reference, Brittany texted me a picture of her dinner, and it was a box of Altoids. Oh, it was great. I was stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a model's life. <laughs> And uh, we'll have to ask Scott about that one. And let me not forget Gabrielle Loren, who will be joining (laughs) us shortly in the studio, but is also on the line currently. Welcome, Gabby. Gabby's just so thin you can't see her. So your favorite network, and I'm coming to the studio to join on this conversation. Well, it is certainly our favorite network, and we love, for all of our listeners, know that Gabby works at E, so we are going to pump her for some inside scoop at all times, (laughs) whatever you can give us, Gabby. (laughs) Oh, you know it. (laughs) We love it. Well, what a great group. I can't wait to have Scott Lips live on our show tonight. Until then, though... There was a show to talk about, and it involved Nicole and Amber. And, you know, each week we see two new models, ladies, and see their stories and get a little history as to what the scouts are looking for. Two very different girls on last night's episode. But I thought it was interesting before we get to them. uh, You know, they had a quick conversation from Julia, Danny, and Barry had a conversation about what they're looking for in the models, and I thought it was interesting that they said they want cool personalities, not girls that are vacant. They named Lara Stone, Chanel Iman, and I thought that was pretty interesting because with all of the hanger models out there, so to speak, is what they call them, the runway models that seem to have no personality, Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting to hear them say that that's what they were looking for. So what did you make of that? And Brittany, I know you know 
how things change within the industry and what they're looking for. Do you think that's true? you think that's what the main thing is, is personality? I mean, I wish that were the case, that it was all about personality, but I don't think that is the case at all. I think they might say that to promote that they're, you know, in the modeling industry, we do want you to have a good personality. We do want you to be all that. And a great personality is always an extra bonus to any model. Yes, it is definitely great because it can actually help them, you know, if they're down to two models and one has a zero personality or kind of a pain to work with and you have one that's outgoing and that kind of like makes it more pleasant. I'm sure the, the one that with more personality will get the job. But does it come down to personality as whether you'll get signed or not? I mean, usually they're just really happy if you're wearing that size, you know, one, zero, two. If it were all based off personality, Rosie O'Donnell would be like the biggest, you know, yeah, supermodel of all time. Right. I mean, it's not always person. I mean, I would love that. Uh, I think that I wouldn't you know, have such a negative, sometimes sometimes a negative outlook on the modeling industry if it was more about personality and more about the character of the person. I mean, a lot of them are walking hangers yeah. on a runway. Yeah. And I think the final thing is if a client just wants their clothing or their makeup or their hair company or whatever to um, just really, at the end of the day, just look, who looks best. Are we talking about oh. models that become personalities within the showbiz industry? The ones, the ones that have the big personality, are they going to make it the to ones the top, that, top, top? Those are usually the ones that become more of that it model yeah. because, yeah, there is a personality that goes along with it. You know, Can as, you categorize as, that more of like right. a supermodel? Those are the girls who have the personalities? Right. Even Naomi Campbell, I mean, uh, she's got a huge personality. doesn't mean it's a good personality. She just made a big, yeah. you know, yeah. she just made a big impact on the modeling world with her really outrageous, very, uh, you know, aggressive um, personality. But at least it made something of herself. So it's not always... Well, I think maybe the fact that they're even looking for a personality is, you know, it's partly due to the fact that now celebrities are kind of taking over the market in terms of magazine covers, et cetera, and they already have their personality. Mm-hmm. So maybe now they're recruiting models, you know, to, to steer it back in that direction. I, I just really feel, and that's, this is a great thing I'd love to talk to Scott about, I actually feel that, you know, mo- the modeling industry is nothing like it what it was in the heyday, as you call it, like the Cindy Crawfords and Chrissy Turlington, and, you know, those are the models that kind of, that was the 90s model. Right. They were super models. Right, which they, is exactly why Nicole, in this episode, probably Probably didn't get signed because she looked to me like the '90s gorgeous, Which I gorgeous. Loved. Yeah, I've been saying mm-hmm. forever. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to beauty. And like, I love even in the episode when Scott said, "Well, what's wrong with commercial? You know, like, yeah. stop. Don't use that in a negative way. There's nothing wrong yeah. with commercial. being commercial. Commercial girls will take home the paycheck. Right. A lot of editorials and things that people don't realize. Yeah, it looks great in fashion. It's very high fashion. It's very Italian vogue, but it doesn't pay." what you if you book a campaign for gardenia or you know just a big car campaign for you know t- other definitely bigger lines but what a commercial model will make they make more money you know i love you ladies right now because i thought i was the only one i have always been a promoter of you know personally my own brand and just girls in general i want to see the full package and i've been a pioneer to little old me to try and get back to that 90s supermodel personality, healthy look. And that's why I love Nicole. And I did love Hunter. that you called that out, Brittany, that Scott said that about commercial girls, because it's kind of like the unknown thing in the industry that they're the ones right. who either go on to become actresses, go on to become celebrities, right. you know, or make the paychecks at the end of the day. And I love that we saw someone like Nicole who represents that. What I didn't love is that even though Scott mentioned that, he didn't choose her. And I have to think, let's get into the two models of the night. Nicole was my favorite. She wanted it. She knows about the modeling industry. You could tell she she has a drive for it, unlike Amber, who's mm-hmm. young, has no idea, got picked up in the mall. Never even you know, thought Nicole, of it before. No, you know, right. Well, all right. these- Nicole is the one I was absolutely rooting for. And, you know, my only disappointment was at the end of the episode, she didn't get chosen. But what did you guys make of Nicole and her time on the show? Because I think she made a few mistakes, one being she was not up front at first about her daughter. She should never question being proud of that beautiful daughter, aptly named Bella. And two, she did freeze up on camera 
in in the beginning of her shoot, and I think those she, two things combined definitely cost her. Well, I don't think necessarily the child thing did because as far as one management, no, they didn't know. As far as we think on the show, they didn't know about that. Like she kind of held that back at first, but I don't, I don't think she held it back in a ridiculously like, whoa, I can't believe you have a kid like that long of a time. I mean, she just met, she just been, you know, met up and got scouted, and then they took a few pictures, and then she came out with it. So I don't really feel that she held out. It's not like she went to New York possibly got signed with one management or was down to the down to the moment to get signed with one management and then she said you know what I think I should tell you guys I have a kid by the way I mean I I don't think I think she's just nervous because she had her child so young and you know she's been criticized by it in the past but I don't think her timing was too off on that and I don't think it affected their decision um I don't know. I, I I was a huge fan of Nicole. I was really rooting for her. I loved her. I thought she was sweet. She's gorgeous. Great body. Like, why not? Why isn't that girl b- booking big things? You Someone know? like Nicole, if you took my brother, who wears a baseball cap, who wears who has holes in his socks, he knows nothing of, like, style and fashion, yeah. you put him next to Amber, he would have no idea that Amber's a model. And all these models don't seem to appeal to men anymore, unless you're in, like, a men's magazine for swimwear or something like that. Right. And it's, it's like a change of the time. You know, hipsters right now are huge. It's yeah. that skinny, emaciated, like, artsy, I'm depressed kind of look yeah and thanks a lot kate moss yeah. for ruining the 90s and it, <laughs> thanks a lot bravo and it's just interesting because so many of the people that would buy magazines geared toward men aren't really being focused on right now you know they're the consumers and they really are overlooked because nicole's a hottie hot she's and, beautiful and she's right. naturally when she took that makeup off and they did the shoot with no makeup so on, pretty. i was jealous yeah i was so like pretty oh my gosh hello Usually, you look stunning with no makeup on but that yeah, is sh- that is commercial what you're talking about and yes she would do very well with commercial work but my thing is is one management is based in new york and they kept bringing up well we're not doing commercial here do they not support their model going outside into the commercial world in other states because I know they brought up Miami and all these other locations all these so, other markets yeah right. is one management not focused on that market one management is certainly not focused on introducing Gabrielle Loren ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I made it <laughs> I'm in the studio finally <laughs> we just yes, sprinkled some fairy dust face. and she appeared you can't deny she, was, she wasn't there and now she is and we are so happy to have you because we are going to pump you for some E inside scoop girl. But other than that, I also love that beautiful face and that opinion. So keep going with that point because Thank I want to get to answer that one. Well, <laughs> can you please answer that? Because I don't know. I was on their website actually today and most of the girls seemed a little more runway, New York fashion type as opposed well, to commercial. I think the answer to that is, and I think, Brittany, you could probably agree, There's different levels of commercial, and that's what bothers me is they were saying she's not New York commercial because what's happening is is those girls who start out like an Amber or, you know, on the runways, they're kind of taking the commercial jobs now, and that's what they call New York commercial is the girls that are edgy but still normal-looking or, you know, that typical look enough to go into the commercial, like girls like Tiu Kuik, who was on the runways, then she's in Neiman Marcus ads. You know, there's New York commercial standards and then commercial commercial standards, which are the names you never really hear unless they become an actress or a personality. But there's different levels of commercial, and I think that's what happened is they were saying she's not New York commercial, which code for she's too normal and too pretty. <laughs> yes, someone like Nicole, she named her kid Bella, right? Mm-hmm. I just right. feel like naming your kid Bella sometimes is a risk. Like, if you're kind of ugly and then you name your kid Bella, like, oh, really awkward to have, like, an ugly kid named Bella. But, like, she can get away with that and know for sure that her kid will be gorgeous and go ahead with the Bella name because she's so pretty. I mean, the like, daughter if I could gorgeous. name. Yeah, they even so said pretty. that. They were like, sign her up pretty much yeah. Yeah. in the office. They were eating her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. loved her. Jackie, I wouldn't asked- be shocked if she's in, a, in an ad very soon because I know. she is gorgeous. Yeah. but. But you Jack- know, I just want to correct Brittany. You know, I I think it wasn't necessarily the timing of her telling the, anybody that she had a child. What I kind of meant about her child costing her, as sad as it is. We're going to have to ask Scott about this. But when we ask about deal breakers, I think knowing she was 22, knowing she has a kid and doesn't live in New York, I think that was a deal breaker for her. And but that's I don't, I don't know. I have to say that people will judge you on that. 
Jackie, but I honestly think that you could see her character and you could see that she was dedicated and she had the family support to watch her child in the beginning. She even mentioned that she could move to New York and leave Bella with the family. Um, where was she from? Yeah, Bella but at an San open Francisco, call, Brittany, what do you think? Do you think that that would fly? I see both sides. I can see where. Okay, I don't. I'm not sure about this yet either. Is it? Is it? Is this how every episode's going to be, where one girl makes it and one girl doesn't? Because I don't agree with that at all. I think that yeah, any agency, yeah. if they like two girls, and clearly well, these are two separate girls. These are not girls. I know how agencies will sometimes only take one out of two if the girls are very similar and they'd be competing for the same job. Uh, then maybe they would have two separate. You know, they would take one girl over the other. But these girls are obviously extremely different. So I don't understand, like, is this how every episode's going to be where one girl makes it but one girl well, doesn't? That's a good that's question to ask yeah. Scott, It's actually. almost like filling a quota. Because, that's what we should ask Because I don't like that. that. Because I think that – and then, okay, so about the child thing, I, I mean, I think that – if you have a great vibe from a girl and you see that she's really dedicated and she has got a strong support system with her family, which, it, of course, she does, I mean, I don't really see a high risk. I could see if it was, I'm, I'm a single mom, I live alone in San Francisco, you know, my friends help me when they can, that I'm kind of I'm situation, eh, a little sticky, maybe, you know, but as yeah. far as her, I don't... I don't know. I, I think no I'm what. just bummed they didn't take her. I think she'll definitely get signed yeah. somewhere else. Oh, or yeah. she already said that in, in the last right. part that she was working and mm -hmm. she has booked jobs because I think she's just a very beautiful, natural girl, great body. She is dedicated. And I think that because she had to grow up so early and have a child at 17, she's really would not go into this and probably do what I did, go out, just party all the time. She actually would go in this and actually work and have fun with, like, really, really go for it because she's had such a, had to be an adult at such an early age. So I was really rooting for her. They called that out, too, in the episode. They said, oh, she has a kid. She's experienced life. Right. And yeah. they're talking about they getting personality. I thought she was going to get signed because yeah, they were all too. kind of, they, when she re, when she got to one manager, they kind of liked the fact that she had a kid. Yeah. You know, they're like, and when they met her, like, wow. And I I do wish they did a little bit more for her in the prep of doing the photo shoot because I think they could have made her look a little edgier. If they, I know she has such a gorgeous look, but I thought they, they were going to make her, her hair, hair and Short, like gave her like right? chunky bangs. <laughs> I thought she looked like Cindy Crawford at one point yeah, when they did. She did. Yeah. a lot of Cindy yes. Crawford in it, but too bad. That's, That's not why it anymore. they weren't they weren't happy with it. I think. but I think yeah. if they did edge her out a little it, bit more, they could have had the vision. I mean, they know what they're doing, but I feel like the no, vision could have been there. I thought that when I saw them do her hair, and I thought it still looked was very pretty. I really thought because when I was watching it, I I was like. Oh, they got to change her hair. She had that normal, just long, yeah. thick hair. It's pretty hair, but because she's so pretty and perfect, I knew that wasn't going to fly in It needed to be a little quirky. Right. She, they need to do yeah. something to her. They got to edge her out. So yeah. I thought they were really going to maybe do it with some shorter hair, make it very kind of spiky, maybe yeah. make it darker, yeah. make her eyes pop yeah, a little I was, more. I, I, was, I was really rooting for her. I feel like they didn't do enough. Kendra, what did you think of, of Nicole? Well, it's funny that oh. Brittany mentioned, you know, is it always going to be one winner, one loser? Because I was sitting there convinced after Amber was signed that we were going to hear that, you know, Nicole I thought they were both going to get signed because I liked both girls on this episode. Right. One, yeah. you can tell they're complete opposites. One girl had uh, very young, starting out, had no clue that she was even pretty. So she's kind of coming into her own, and I like that. And she had a good attitude about it. She got on that plane without her mom, which <laughs> we'll get to that. That's a little weird. Um, <laughs> her parents were weird. Yeah, parents were a little <laughs> cuckoo. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a panic attack. But sure, take my, put my daughter, my 15-year-old daughter on a plane. I'm worried yourself. about myself. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of freaking out. Yeah. You're, you're fine, honey. <laughs> I'll see you when you get back. Get in there. Mommy, mommy needs her meds. <laughs> Ma Mama's a little panicked. No, weird. Kendra, I think we're going to have to ask Scott when he gets on about about the whole taking one girl or two girls thing because I definitely, I, I wonder how the formula works, but uh, we're definitely going to have to get to that when Scott gets on. And before he does join us, ladies, let's talk about Amber for a few <laughs> seconds because I am going to ask him about Amber, his choice with Amber, too, because she knew nothing about the industry. She knew, you know, didn't. You know, okay, I see their point. She's come a long way in a couple of days. But I don't think she really went a long way. I'm going to be honest. I, I agree, actually. I'm totally with you. 
I, did you guys see I, how her when she was shooting how slow weird uh, her moves were very <laughs> awkward were like, but I just I mean I give her a little kind of a yeah it was just very awkward very slow I remember when she did a spin at one point and I thought I thought we were going to time the spin to see how, how many minutes it took <laughs> oh, seconds. Oh, she's kind of like to her defense she you know she kept giving the disclaimers that she's never modeled she, she, I do have to say the difference no. between someone like her and Valentine who Valentine's super young bad attitude Amber had a great attitude. She did. She really was like, she, did. Oh. she said, you know, after the shoot, she's like, I want to do cartwheels. <laughs> yeah. And that's the kind of, I mean, she didn't, you know, she admitted she didn't know much about the industry right. and everything. She doesn't mm-hmm. read up on it. But the enthusiasm was there and like the sparkle in the eye came out. Yeah. So I did, I, I did root for pictures. Amber. I thought she looked pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I mean, again, now we're talking looking. about personality, you know? Well, because it definitely and does she, play a part. It does play a part, but a minor part in comparison to everything. But what I'm questioning is this girl didn't have much experience do people like one management sign girls with like that much little, like that little, little experience, experience? well yeah. you gotta start somewhere right. and at the end of the day even but do if they sign you right set, away like that yeah they will i mean they'll then they really they, they, and then they, they'll they, train, they, you. train you they sculpt you they uh they they well someone t- like they'll test you a few more times wow. get photos mm-hmm. and then they'll just send you out and it's all about you know um growth in that period. I mean, if someone just stays right. at her level and, they, you know, she stays with them maybe for a year and it's still that really awkward, very, then obviously that's when they would go ahead and drop a client or right. a, a girl uh, if you can't show well, growth and improvement. Well, that's what I was going to say is you, don't, the, the thing about being an agency, it's great to be an agency because you really don't have much risk besides what you decide to invest in a girl. And the beauty of it is, is, and I don't know if this has changed, but when it was come time for me to sign contracts and be in that industry, models have much more to lose. The agency usually tends to have the ability to get out of any girl at any time, mm-hmm. and she's 16. Though they spend a summer developing her, they have plenty of time to figure out if she'll make it or break it, and if she doesn't, they can just easily say thank you but no thank you, just as easily as they said no on the show to Nicole. I mean, a contract means a lot more for holding on to a model than it does for a model to have anything to hold on to an agency for it. And that's the beauty of being able to see a 16-year-old, skinny, fits clothes, and send her off to London and see what happens. Right. Someone, so I just wish they, they would have went for the girl who seemed to want it more. I don't know, ladies. What did you all think? Kendra? Gabby and Kristen. Well, I was just going to say it may be a case of, you know, when they say they don't take them the first time, maybe she'll get some work in and they'll they'll revisit her contract or well, if we're talking, you know, having if we're talking about having no experience or having too much experience, not that. Hey guys, not to cut you off, but why don't we go to commercial and come back with Scott because he looks like he's ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> Won't say well, no to that. Go to a quick commercial, then I can't wait. <laughs> After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series. With over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire, to American Idol, to Vampire Diaries, to Real Housewives, and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? woo <laughs> Well, listen up, aspiring models, because... Scouted star, CEO, founder, best supermodel maker in the business for over a decade, wow. Scott Lip from One Management, <laughs> joins us live. Scott, we are so excited to have you on AfterBuzz TV. Hey, guys. I'm excited to be here. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. We're doing Hi, great. <laughs> so there's, like, there's four or five of you in the studio there. Four, four and one on the line. <laughs> Too bad we don't have Skype. Okay, <laughs> I gotta get Skype, but they don't. I don't have Skype on a BlackBerry yet. Otherwise, that would have worked out really well. 
Oh, that would be fun. I know, and That's you are baseball. a social media expert. We know from your blog, I'm, I'm Top a social Lips. media expert. <laughs> <laughs> you I are an expert. I just left one party, and I'm on the way to another party as we speak, but uh, I'm taking some time out to call all you guys. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly you are a multitasker, and that's why you are the success that you are. But what I think is amazing is anybody who knows you knows that you are just, they call you, I think, chill. You know, down-to-earth, cool Scott Lips. And meanwhile, you're hanging out with the supermodels that you made legends, rock stars. You're a drummer. You're a blogger. You're a decade of supermodels. <laughs> How do you do this all and remain so cool? Um, what, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, well, we I'm, just, I'm in a car, so I'm like trying to get to where I'm going. But I'm also, what, 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 was the, what was the last thing you said? Well, we just, I love that you come off on Scouted as such a down-to-earth guy for everything that you do. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. Well, I think it's important to, um, you got to be down-to-earth because, you know, it's about being relatable. At the end of the day, people, I don't think, you know, we're not curing anything here. It's fashion, and ultimately, it's about being level-headed. So it's really important for us to sort of just remember who we are. And I think when you meet people and they're cool, it makes you like them more when they're talented, and, you know, versus having some huge head. So Absolutely. you never wanted to be that person for sure. So. Well, that's for sure. And I love that you are stepping out into the spotlight a little bit with Scouted. And I think, you know, we see just a little bit of what you actually do in a day, but, you know, I know you have so much insight as someone who decides who's big in this industry and who's not. I think the number one question for every girl out there, the reason we love Scouted, is there's so many of us wondering how to get a start in this industry. And I think what's cool about Scouted is it shows that starting point. And what is your kind of key advice to any girl who, whether they think it's easy or they don't know what you're looking for, what is that ultimate advice to get started in the industry? I think uh, it's about being with people you trust, and ultimately you have to work with people that have a great reputation. There's not 25 good agencies in the business. There's probably a handful of them in New York, especially. And um, it's about getting really sound advice, and I think the advice that we're giving on the show is real and I think that's one of the things I really like about the show versus some of the other shows that have been out there is that you're talking to people that have multiple years experience in the business and we're really really trying to give it to you know the public sort of as it is and we're not trying to sugarcoat it and yet we're not trying to tear people apart or sort of be you know salacious we're trying to be really real and, and honest and and nice I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with delivering news to someone if you're not going to work with them in a nice fashion where they feel good. I mean, nobody wants anyone to walk away from, you know, feeling bad about themselves. And so we're trying to deliver the news in a, in a fashion that makes sense. And people have feelings. They're human beings at the end of the day, too. I always remember that. I remember when I'm dealing with kids that they are kids. And so, you know, I, I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to crush anybody's dreams. I want to be realistic. But ultimately, I want everyone to walk away from the show learning something if, if we're not signing them, then hopefully they can better themselves and, um, you know, and be successful in this business. Because I always believe that people get a shot uh, at some point in time in the business if you work really hard. And that's one of the things I think that I said. And now, Scott, being that we see Scouted every week on Monday, you bring in two different models. Both have very different looks. What would you say are the physical characteristics and features that you are looking for and that modeling industry is in demand for at the present time? I think, you know, we're looking for faces that are symmetrical. We're looking for beautiful people that really have a timeless kind of quality about them. I mean, I love Christy Turrington. I love people that just have a sense of like a, a timeless beauty for them. And so, you know, I don't, I, I think we've never been an agency that signed really, really super edgy girls. Um, ultimately, I think, you know, what we do understand really well is beauty. So, you know, we're looking for girls that are going to last more than one season. I think for us to have girls that are going to last for two seasons and be gone, that's not really what one has ever been about. I think we're always about finding the next face of fashion that's going to last for years and years. Um, there's a new girl we have this season named Corolla Lemmer that's doing really well, and she's exotic, but she's really beautiful, and ultimately she has a timeless beauty to me that's going to last for years and years. And she's on the cover of German Vogue and, 
different vogues that are out right now. And does that look change from from year to year? Like, would you say 20 years ago, what you were looking for was different than what you're looking for now? Hello. Did we lose him? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. It's saying he's still on the line. Really? Maybe he doesn't have service in uh, that New York City cab. Uh, we just lost him. Oh, okay. All right, well, uh, I'll try to get him back on the line. Jackie, carry us forward, um, and uh, I'll get him back up. Well, this is really funny because I can't wait to get him back on because I can't wait to ask him, then why didn't Nicole? Nicole? Yeah, what he's talking about, it sounds like he's exactly... No, it sounds like he's exactly describing someone like Nicole. You know, beautiful, timeless. I think her beauty is definitely timeless, whereas... Um, Amber. Amber is kind of that edgier, yeah. very, you know. Which he well, said you he wouldn't her, sign, which I was which surprised you, about. You, right, when you see Amber, you don't look at her and think, oh, she's a model. Right. Like, well, you think seen, of her as that more edgier kind of, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. editorial. Well, we've seen so far has definitely been a little bit edgier looking. So I'm interested to see that, you know, again, yeah. my. I want to ask him yeah. that. Well, then, what, then why not Nicole? Right. You know, you guys, I think we, we actually lost Jackie, too, I think. But that's okay. Oh, yeah. They'll call yeah. us back Jackie, in. I'm just going to run this show yeah. for you now. I called back. All right, we have Scott. Oh, there Scott, we go. yay. Well, I was, I was just asking you. I'm sorry. You can go next, Brittany. But, um, and I here's just, uh, Jackie as well. So I we just both. wanted to know, based on what you just said, does what you're looking for, has it changed from 20 years ago? I mean, we represent a lot of those sort of iconic girls. You know, we represent Claudia Schiffer, Elena Christensen, Ava Herzegova, Amon, Devin Aoki, I mean, Bridget Hall. So, I mean, I love that kind of beauty. I love classic, timeless beauty. And I think every season there's new, you know, there's a new look. I mean, lately there's been sort of an androgynous. There's been, you know, there's been, I think his name is Andre J. Is that his last name? The, the guy that kind of models for men and women. Um, there's all kinds of trends that happen in the business, but ultimately for us, I mean, we're definitely looking for, you know, that classic timeless beauty that's not going to last for two seasons. So every single season, you're going to have different trends. There's a short hair trend, there's a long hair trend, there's a, there's a blonde trend, there's a Brazilian trend, there's a Russian trend, whatever it may be. But I don't know, I think we always kind of go back to those girls at one that seem to really stand the test of time and that are going to last more than, you know, doing one show for the trendy designer and then you never see them again. Well, maybe you can tell us then, um, you know, we were all talking before how we agreed that Nicole, we thought, was that kind of beauty, that timeless beauty um, from this, you know, last night's episode. Gorgeous, great features, then um, very driven. It's funny, it's funny you said that. I don't mean to interrupt you, but when I watched the show last night, because I hadn't seen the show last night until it aired, I was thinking the same thing, but you know, it's 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 it was a moment. I mean, I think that Nicole is really beautiful. I think that last night I saw how she was captured on video. She really, really transforms incredibly well to film, um, even more so than I thought than static pictures. And so we need to call Nicole back. That, I was like, What's that? I said we need to call Nicole back. <laughs> we need to call Nicole back, right? When I watched the show last night, I was like, wow, Nicole's really beautiful. And I thought she was beautiful before. And in fact, I said to her on the show, I said, you know, by, by the way, I think you're really, really beautiful. And I'm sincere when I say that. I, um, I just think that she was, video really does well for her. And, and I think certain girls really are captured by, some girls are captured by still images, some girls by video. But, you know, I mean, I think that maybe the pictures that I saw, like it didn't, hit home for me and it, it's just the feeling and a lot right. of times I think people ask us why don't we sign people it's something that you feel and I know what my staff likes I know who they respond to and sometimes I can't really put my finger on it there's no it's real just not a good reason, fit for your agency sometimes it doesn't just, mean she's yeah, not going to be a great way, fit for someone else it doesn't else. mean some of these girls can't go on to model without absolutely, a agency absolutely now so. tell me this, and when you're about to possibly sign a girl, has there ever been a moment, uh, or is there anything that's absolutely a deal breaker that you know, like, oh, okay, she's doing this, or she has this kind of past? Is there ever any a moment that if you find something out, it, you, you'll not sign her? Not really. I mean, other than the fact that, and I think you'll see, you've seen glimpses of this on the show already. I mean, people need to want it for us to want it for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone doesn't have the desire to make it. Sometimes it's difficult for us to have that desire for them. I mean, it's really important for a person to have drive and ambition because, you know, I worked for free when I first started for a year. I was a driver, believe it or not. Um, everybody starts somewhere. I was a musician, and I actually drove people around for a few months or almost a year. 
Um, and I think that you have to persevere. And there's a great uh, 60 minute piece on Michael Buble this weekend where he was playing like bar mitzvahs and weddings and the, the subway, wherever it was. And it took him like 12 or 13 years to make it. But, right. you know, he stuck it out. And there's a lot of guys that are talented that don't stick it out and they don't make it. So mm-hmm. you, you have to have that drive. And if you don't have that drive, Oh, it's yeah. very hard for the agency then to have that for you. Then just come to you. So, <laughs> I wish it worked yeah, that way. Yeah, I mean, way, if, I, if, I, if I meet girls and they're like blah and they don't really, they don't really seem like they're that interested in doing this, well, right. that could be a deal breaker because ultimately, like, we're not going to feel that if, if you don't feel it. Absolutely. How do you think someone at the age of 16 or 15 knows that they really, truly want this because they change so much as they grow up? How do you get that sense from someone who's just a teenager that they really, really want to do this? You know, we meet girls that are 15 and very mature, and some girls really know what they want. I mean, it, I mean, when I was eight years old, I decided I wanted to be a musician, and guess what? That's what I did, you know. But, I mean, not everyone is that fortunate to know that, and sometimes you don't discover what you want to do until you're in your late 20s. But um, I think a lot of times, you know, you can tell someone that kind of has a, a passion for this business. I mean, you know, early on in one of the episodes, you know, we have references to Hannah Holman and blogs. And, and some of the girls that came on the show, were, you know, they were referencing amazing photographers and stylists and stuff that really blew us away. And these are girls that are 15, that they're reading all the fashion magazines. And, and it's important that people educate themselves about the business, that this is the business you want to be in. So I think, I don't know, I, I think sometimes, you know, you do have that passion and drive when you're young, and sometimes you don't. But I think it's important for us to know that you want to do this because, there's so many girls that want to be in this business that, again, going back to that same point, like my staff is going to know if you're not really into this. Mm-hmm. So it's important that if you're going to try to do this, at least try and do it to your fullest ability and, and see if you can take it far. Now, do you t- ever take it upon yourself when you're, you say, walking down the streets of New York? I know there's people out there scouting and, and doing that and bringing them into the agency, but do you ever see a girl who's really, really special and stop in your tracks and actually uh, invite her into your uh, management? Yeah, I mean, years ago, I always tell this story, but I, I went up to this girl in the Jamba Juice in Santa Monica, and it was a girl that became a very famous stylist, Lauren Santa Domingo. Um, she worked at American Vogue and everything, and she was a model for a little bit. And her first job was opposite Brad Pitt in a, like a jeans, I think it was Edwin Jeans for Japan as a TV commercial, and she became a very famous stylist after that. But um, I do. The problem with New York is that when you go up to people in New York, they're already models. So like right. 99% of the people you would discover in the street in New York, if they look like a model, they're a model. Um, right. So I they're think that even, if you yeah. find someone in Idaho, they're not a model usually. But right. New York is difficult because it's it's that kind of city that if someone looks like it, they're probably doing it already. Right. Well, getting back to Scouted and uh, and the girls who don't make it, uh, we talked about this last week. We were excited to, to think of the idea of having follow-up shows. Do you think that's something that um, Scouted is going to produce? Yeah, I mean, I think the stories of what happens with everyone, you know, once they're signed is really important. I think you're only seeing, you know, the beginning of the process. So it's really important to tell the story when Kelsey's in New York now and, you know, we're, we're testing her like crazy and we're getting the right images and she's getting out to see people. I mean, that's a whole part of the process that no one's getting to see yet, but I really hope they do because it's a huge part of the process. Heck yeah, that's the fun really, part. We want to really see that part beginning. too. We're greedy. We want to see it all. <laughs> um, listen, I'm happy to show it all to you guys, so it's all cool with me. I hope you get to see all of it. So Definitely. Well, I saw Kelsey that's, on that's your blog actually, Scott. What's that? Yeah, yeah. That's scouted part two. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need the spinoff. So, E, if you're listening, yeah. although I, I have a yeah. feeling you have some pull, Scott, but uh, we saw Kelsey on your blog on poplips.com, which, by the way, everyone, you obviously have the most exciting lifestyle, and it's named one of the best fashion blogs on Tumblr. Um, but what is the power of social media play now a days as a model? Like, you can't just walk in and take a great picture. You, I feel like you have to do so much more and tap into all these different uh, avenues in the industry now. I see with your blog, you're promoting your models. Do models today have to go about it a little differently as far as social media? I think it's really important to understand social media. I mean, I'm huge in that space just because I think girls need to know what branding means. And I, you know, I have meetings all the time with makeup companies and fragrance companies that sign people based on their Twitter followers. So they're more apt to sign a model if she has 300,000 followers than a girl who has two. Um, and so the reason why I started Pop Lips was just because it seemed like it was a great way to promote the girls. And, 
you know, building brands. And so, you know, certain girls, and I, I go back to Corolla because she's like one of the girls in the moment. Um, you know, I started getting her her pictures out virally and certain photographers would shoot her and they go on their blogs. And next thing you know, you have a very, very big designer that picked up on her and she's walking down the, you know, the runway for him. And next thing you know, she's in different ad campaigns. So it's part of the process now. And it's a really interesting part of how to market people. And I'm super, super thankful that people responded to the blog. I mean, I have my camera with me now. It's just taking pictures. I just left the party. I was shooting Jeremy Scott, the designer. And But I don't like to be, you know, really in people's faces with it. So for me, I, I try and be, I try and shoot people who want their pictures taken. And I really don't like to do it unless I feel like people want the exposure. Um, so I'm a little bit shy about it still, which is kind of funny because I don't like to <laughs> like whip out the camera everywhere I go. But but if you know during the day at the agency the girls come in and it's easy to shoot them and so yeah Kelsey came in and I shot some pictures of her and it was great and I actually really liked the pictures and you know the pictures have been published now in Spanish Vogue and some other Vogues and um, it's been really flattering it's been great I mean I, I don't know how to turn the flash on barely on my camera so mm-hmm. the fact that a Vogue had published <laughs> the pictures is really amazing to me. Well, I think social media is something that actually is now helping maybe models become supermodels again. Because, Scott, I wanted to ask you, I mean, do you think uh, how much different now is it as opposed to the 90s with the supermodel, you know, the Cindy Crawfords out there that were on every magazine cover? And now it's mostly celebrities on every magazine cover. It's kind of like they've taken over the modeling industry. It's mostly celebrities, but if you look at Victoria's Secrets and, you know, obviously they're, they're really into branding girls. And mm-hmm. I think that that's huge and, all about and, and branding. you do have yeah and so you do have that still happening and you have a lot of those girls now that are crossing over you have doubts and you have Miranda Kerr you have you know Isabella I mean there's, there's girls that are really branding their names and Heidi is a great example of you know a model that was doing more commercial work and she used television to reach millions of people and you know she's the ultimate sort of branded model at this mm-hmm. point so I, I love her career path and I think you know once you become a Heidi Klum, you're a celebrity at that point. You're not just a big model. So oh, absolutely. a lot of the brand names we work with are celebrities too. So I just think, you know, it depends. But I mean, I think there's a, there's a trend that I hope is going to happen in using models getting on covers. And I've had the discussion with certain magazines and it seems like, I mean, you always have, you know, sort of tastemaker magazines like V that always will use models in addition to celebrities. But you know, I think it, it all depends on the sales that people buy the magazines with models and they're going to print them. So um, it's just a question of people responding to them, too. But I, I think it could definitely come back that way. Now, now Scott, um, Michael Flutie, you, you know him well, <laughs> creator, <I do>. creator, <laughs> creator of Scouted, um, has said that this docuseries is more realistic than some of the other reality shows out there, like Top Model or uh, the other shows. Um, is that one of the reasons that you jumped on uh, on board? Yeah, I jumped on board really because I've had a mutual respect with Michael for years, and Michael and I have been friendly, and he really understands what I do. I mean, he had company models before I had one, and company was sort of was sort of like in a sort of shape and feel of one before one. So, I mean, he had Frankie Rader and Missy Rader, and I, I know years ago I worked with Cindy Crawford, and you know he gets it, and he gets what I've been working on and working you know towards for years. So I trust him, and I think it's all about a trust factor. I like Michael a lot. I think he knows what's up, and ultimately you got to work with and trust people. And you know what? I'm really happy with the way the show came out. The response from the public, from you guys, from everyone has been incredible, and I'm thankful that people are tuning in. Yeah, I think it's great. I like watching the process of you know like people actually out there seeing that this is how real models start. It's not. Yeah. I was on Top Model, so it's not just you know going to an audition and then uh, trying out for Top Model, you know, and that's, that's and that was yeah. definitely not realistic uh, modeling at that I, point. I but, just left. Uh, I just left Kelly Catrone, who's one of the new judges on Top uh, Model. Oh, actually, hey, Kelly Scott. Um, <laughs> I just had a quick question regarding Valentine. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I know. Just, I just was curious how realistic that type of situation would be, where a model would be so picky during um, during a test shoot. Is that something that you normally see at one management? I mean, I don't think it happens that much with us because ultimately, if we sign the girl already, we saw something in her. So you're looking at a process that's starting before the girl's even signed. So you know, I don't really go to that many test shoots of girls that haven't been signed yet. You know, because at that point, that's still sort of testing the waters with them but i mean with the girls we work with if we sign them already generally speaking they're going to try and do their best to make sure we're happy 
I was just curious. Thanks. You know, Scott, you're heading, you're leaving Kelly Catrone. You're heading to another party. You, well, I'm, I'm going to one of my Christmas parties with my company, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> well, before you go, can you uh, invite us to some parties? Or That's maybe what I'm saying. I was just about to party? say, Scott, I want to go out with I'll you. I'll be all. in New York next week, by the way. This is Gabrielle. <laughs> you, guys, you guys can look me up, and we'll, we'll, I'll take you guys out in New York when you're here. Definitely. Sure. <laughs> We're going to hold you to right, that, because well, I'll be there in three weeks. We following you on Pop Lips, and obviously, seeing Scouted every week, we, of course, talk about it for hours after, so. Anytime you want to I call in or speak us out. I actually, thank you. I watched your show before you invited me on it, so you should know that I, I checked it out. Oh, thank, oh, you. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking us well, out, Scott. <laughs> do, you, do you sign girls at five foot four? <laughs> or five two? Well, you, know, you never know. <laughs> you they, never they know. <laughs> Big personalities in this room. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning in Thanks, and for sir. calling Appreciate us. It. and. We'll let you go enjoy your next party and call us any week if you have anything you want to share. We are here for you, and we'll look you up when we all hit New York. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, and I want to say thank you for everyone for tuning into the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we love it. We do thank love you. it. Yes. Yes. Well, thank, thank you. you. We're looking for Scouted Part 2. Yes, Scouted Part 2. Take care, guys. Thanks, Scott. Take care. Bye, Mr. Lips. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Am I the only one? Oh, my one? God. Well... I could let him go on all night long, but how he's great in is he? Parties, he's, he's hanging really with Kelly nice. Yeah, he's so he's nice. Yeah. He sounds such like so really, Genuine. truly, generally, gen, yeah. Down Gen- Although I'm speechless. I'm like, <laughs> if, I, if I were him, though, I don't. I want to know why he didn't name his blog Lip Service. I think that's um, so that's cute. Really that's what I would name it. Lip Service. Oh, but. I'm sure there's already a website with that. It's not- <laughs> two P's. Two P's. <laughs> I'm sure. You've been on it. Sure I know you have. service is out there. How do you know I didn't create lip service? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure I did, too. <laughs> well, you know, I think what was most interesting about what he was saying is that they look for girls with kind of that timeless beauty and that staying power. And I'm really so glad that he said that about Nicole because that made me feel really good that he saw that when he watched the episode back. Because she did look good on camera. Oh, yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. She was the my cam- favorite. The camera down. loves her. If you're listening, Nicole, call us. Call <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Have your eyebrows call me. Yeah, I loved her eyebrows. Oh, she had great yeah. eyebrows. I, I loved her nose. Yeah. Oh, we love you, Nicole. That's how the modeling industry goes, though, sometimes. And that's why he said to keep trying. And did you hear him say about Michael Buble, how he went 12, 13 years going, going, going? You know, somebody called in last week and asked, you know, what do I do? When do I know when to stop kind of thing? And I think we were saying your drive, as long as you have the drive and you feel like you're not hurting anybody else or yourself, you have to see anything that you want to achieve. You have to see it through. It may take a long time. He may have passed over Nicole, and look at him. He's seeing her back on TV where 100 other girls he may not get to see on TV, and he's rethinking his choice. So yeah, you I never mean, know. That's ha- that happens every you know, every day in this industry. I mean, people overlook people. Oh, well, and then, hello, I mean, just, Lady Gaga. She was dropped by Def Jam and then picked up by some another record label, I think Interscope. But they probably regret their decision till this day. Oh, like, I'm sure. Hello. Oh, my God, 100%. She yeah. was dropped. This is what Marry the Night is about, her getting dropped from Def Jam, her new video. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. And so yeah. showbiz just was just of- such a numbers game. Like, if you think about it, five people go in and only four can hold or if only one can hold up, you're going to make you're going to be the last man standing. Yeah. You know, but unless you know the time what? ticks too fast and you're 38 and you're still standing and they're like, no, go sit. No, I'm going to be a little motivational right now. If you see yourself as a model, you see yourself doing what you want to do. It's going to happen. Like, all you need to be is positive, study, and do it. And you'll get there. And don't take That's no for an answer. answer. And don't eat. And don't eat. <laughs> I'm just no, yeah. but, yeah, And get a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get a psychiatrist now. Well, you know, I, I totally agree, Gabby. And I think to add to that, even if you don't become the next Kate Moss and you are Nicole doing having a beautiful life with your daughter and going to Neiman Marcus shoots here and there and booking from San Francisco, find success in your own level, too, because you don't have mm-hmm. to become Kate Moss to be, you know, consider yourself a success right. in the modeling. You are living and working. That is success. Yeah. Comparing yourself to other people is really doing yourself just like a huge disservice. You know, I mean, exactly. cause you, yeah, you're not Nicole is not Amber. Amber's not Nicole. 
If Amber wanted to do Neiman Marcus, Amber would be upset. You know, it's like you just have to be you. Mm-hmm. Just be, exactly. just be you. I'm so lame. <laughs> just be you. And now I hear predictions music. So is that my cue, Phil? That we have to get into predictions. That is your cue, Jackie. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> okay. Well, that creepy music means one thing. It's time to go. But before we do, we have to make some predictions because I saw identical twins, uh, boyfriends, and modeling, which don't mix according to the model scouts. So I think it looks like there's going to be some drama in a few different ways. What do you ladies predict for next week? I love the twins one. I can't wait to see that storyline unfold. Mm, Didn't you feel for the girl so bad? She finally gets, (laughs) she's like, she gets scouted on her own. And she's, I would never have let it slip that I had a twin. Never. I would have been like, no, it's just me. I'm an only child. Because you could see that she, they found out she was a twin. Unless the twin was not Unless the twin was, the twin was really horrible looking. The agency's like, what? <laughs> what is this you speak of? There's two of you. Double the money, double the fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So I, and poor little thing was like, I just wanted you know, this to be my thing. And uh, that's what you get for being an identical twin. Sorry. <laughs> you can't be a Kendrick, solo Gabby, like all of Kristen? us. Yeah. What do you guys think, I think for next week? There's going to be some trouble, I guess, with that boyfriend who seems Ooh. to kind of be holding the other girl back. Um, but, I mean, you know, he kind of says, you know, you have to leave the nest at some point. Do you guys got to leave the guys. You got to leave them. I have to say, that's like a pet peeve of mine, like people holding you back. I am my own person. Like, I don't care if I have a boyfriend, if I'm married, what? Like, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do not let anyone hold you back. Otherwise, you're not if seeing it. If it's something that you want. You're not seeing it. Yeah, you're never. not seeing it. It's not going to happen. It's plain I had a, and simple. I had a boyfriend that was a little bitter about my situation. Like, when I was modeling, he was model too. And when I got success, it would make him upset. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just isn't a way to, you just have to drop that bad energy no, and go yeah. for something that you want to do. I mean. That's yeah. not good for you. Sorry. No. Yeah. I'm going to the top. It's something for people to learn from by seeing this because this is real stuff. You know, people in every life situation with career, whatever you're going for, that happens. So it's good for people to see because maybe they'll realize, oh, that's me. And they'll be able to mm-hmm. get out of their little mode that they're exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, ladies. Well, I cannot wait for next week. I am so high right now. And I just mean just not off of anything other than the fact that Scott Lips was just on our show. I know. Yes. And Thanks again, so Scott. Come down from that, and we'll see you all next week, same time, hopefully another celebrity guest, and we'll share our opinions, of course. Until then, follow us on Twitter, and we will see you next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.